today we are talking with Professor C.K., Professor of Geography and City and Regional Planning in the College of Social Sciences. C.K., thanks for being with us today. My pleasure. Okay, so uh, we're talking about your experience in the Discovery Program. So uh, why did you sign up for Discovery, and in general, what was your experience with it? Yeah, I was uh, trying to explore some ways to facilitate communications with students because in the past, uh, this is what uh, I uh, have been doing. Uh, I uh, have uh, these hybrid courses and uh, I put uh, the lectures on Canvas. So the students simply uh, went through the lectures and then I had them come back the week after. Normally I have uh, the uh, lectures launched uh, every Wednesday, so students would have uh, the opportunities to go through the lectures during the week. And so I would have them to come back uh, the following Tuesday and then uh, gave them some in-class uh, activities, in-person activities, and at the same time, and trying to refresh their knowledge from the uh, lectures. Uh, but uh, before that, prior to that, there wasn't um, a good uh, idea of how students were doing. And uh, so uh, when in-person classes back on Tuesday, uh, in the past, I did give them some activities, but I was assuming most of them would uh, go through the lectures, but of course, this assumption <laughs> may, not <necessarily, laughs> may not necessarily be valid. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I yeah, I gradually discovered that most students did not do much of anything. So, when they, okay. when they got back to the activity portion, and I, I could read from their eyes and kind of wondering, <laughs> not, oh. knowing, not knowing what, <laughs> what was going on. So I, I realized, hmm, I needed to do something. <laughs> so that's why I went to the discovery to see what kind of tools uh, that I could use to kind of improve uh, the uh, learning experiences. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> you were assuming that they were dealing with the material you gave them, but then they'd come to class and you basically yeah. have well, to you, teach you, you, things yeah, that you, you thought they had already done. Yeah, you know what? Uh, my generations, well, I mean, <laughs> the Woodstock <laughs> generations over the 60s or 70s. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and we, I don't know what to say. And we were, okay. we were disciplined. We, we did what we were told to do yeah. uh, by the professor. So when we <laughs> studied and we we just uh, took the initiative we we just uh, went ahead and read uh, whatever the professors gave us to read and and just uh, our my generations did not need to be reminded of doing this and that and we just once we got the material we just uh, went through them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but of course now this is very different and so my assumption was was really kind of very much incorrect i'm not going to okay. say it's wrong but just yes. uh, the, the generational gap maybe <laughs> Well, well, you know, good for you for not just leaving them there um, and trying to, you know, figure out what these students today <laughs> were, were needing. 
So, yeah, well, yeah, it, they they need to be kind of uh, pushed, uh, if if you will, or uh, or using the Fresno State term, engaged, and that okay. that's what I was trying to explore: how to engage them more effectively, so that uh, they would have a good idea of what uh, is going on in the course and things like that. And and uh, so I, I used two tools. One is the uh, Poll Everywhere. Uh, I used uh, this tool at the beginning of the in-class activity portion and just to refresh their memories, uh, recollect their um, knowledge on the lecture launched the week prior. And um, and even though most of them still <laughs> didn't do much of anything, but at okay. least, at least uh, you, you were drawing the attention to the key things that you wanted to emphasize in the lectures because I, I had eight. You can see where the gaps were. Exactly. <laughs> because at least I, I, I had eight questions for every poll everywhere. And uh, I specifically focused on the uh, things that I really wanted them to learn. Okay, so the thing then is, uh, is is that even if they didn't go through the lectures, at least they got something from these eight questions, and that's yeah. the main purpose of of poll everywhere. And uh, I did allow them to retreat, and if they <laughs> got the answers wrong, and they would be able to retreat, and then and then kind of following the majority <laughs> later on, mm -hmm. and so so at least. Uh, I, I, I was comfortable that at least they got something. And because uh, even if they didn't really go through the lectures, at least they got something right there, okay? Yeah. And then, uh, and afterward, I enhanced the the, the uh, experience, the learning experience with the activities. And uh, I worked with them on those activities the first half and uh, mapping where things are here and there. And uh, I, I felt pretty good uh, in terms of, at least because I was seeing them learning something, okay? Mm -hmm. And and also the second part, and they would do uh, the activities uh, their own. And that, uh, the second part normally would uh, involve things from the lectures. So I gave them the minute, second portion, and roughly where those answers would be found, and they would uh, have the opportunities to go to the lectures to take out the answers or simply go to the web in some situations. And so that 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 uh, was pretty good, and I felt uh, comfortable because I, I I knew they were getting something. And then uh, with that, I also used Google Forms to uh, prop into uh, them and see how uh, they would be doing on certain areas, on some lectures, and about 20% uh, responded. So that's pretty good instead of uh, normally no one prior. So uh, you would get a sense of uh, uh, which areas uh, in a particular lecture they might have some difficulties understanding or what 
other types of uh, questions uh, they may have. So it is pretty good. It worked out pretty well. You had questions and you know, what, what about this lecture do you still have questions about or? Exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, a wide range of questions. Some of them would uh, ask uh, how well uh, do you understand a particular lecture? And, okay. uh, and for some uh, key areas I wanted them to, to uh, know, I would have one or two questions specifically on the area and trying to see whether they are getting to uh, those areas and how good they uh, were uh, understanding the material. And so it's pretty good and also have some open questions and asking uh, what other areas they may want to add and something like that. And so that in the future, I would be able to just enhance the lecture here and there. So it's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. And so how would you say it impacted the class and your engagement, the word you used before, or the interaction with students and then hopefully student success in some way? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of very significant because uh, now I have this means of communications and I can uh, have a much better idea of how a particular class is, uh, uh, is doing and uh, what types of difficulties they may have. And uh, I also put in a lot of time, energy, uh, responding to each and every question students uh, would have through the Google form. It did take some time, but I think uh, students were encouraged. And um, actually some of them uh, asked some other questions when students, uh, when students uh, asked me, kept asking me about something beyond the course because uh, the student was uh, National Geographic. <laughs> he was asking this and that and not related to uh, class material. But of course, I uh, was more than happy to give the, the student more ideas. Yeah, so it's pretty good, yeah. And actually, I applied the same uh, technique, the same means of communications uh, in other courses, in the other two courses I teach this semester. So, so it's uh, pretty good, yeah. Well, I should have asked, you know, what, what, what was the course content? What were the courses that you were teaching that you're implementing this with? Yeah, uh, the target course I uh, wanted to apply these tools would be World Geography. That's the primary lower division T course I teach. But I soon realized the uh, usefulness of, of uh, SAPO everywhere and uh, Google Forms. So I uh, applied these two tools to the other two classes I am teaching this semester. The other one being uh, the upper division human geography course is people and uh, places geography 167. Uh, the other one is the statistics and spatial statistics. On this one, because it's online course, so there wasn't a poll everywhere component, but there was a Google form component. Did you find that the students had any trouble with these new technology within using polls? No, no, uh, no, they, they, they did not have any problems. Yeah, so it's pretty straightforward, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Google form is good in, in a way that you do not have to tackle 
uh, students on a one-by-one -one basis because you just put in the email addresses and then uh, that form will be bounced off to each and every one of them. And another beauty is that it summarizes the responses and put in percentages. And so you simply did not have to do anything and you would have a very good idea of the response patterns and things like that. And of course, I downloaded all the responses and for references uh, if need be in the future. So it's pretty good, yeah. If there wasn't Google Forms and then the problem then would be you have to do all those summaries yourself. Mm -hmm. You had to send out the, the uh, form or questions one by one. It would be very tedious and we simply cannot afford the time. So Google Form is a good device to have because mm -hmm. of this uh, summary uh, power. And but the one thing that uh, Google Form may need to improve is that uh, I think it can do it is to upload a form um, to to Google Form and uh, because I I had to kind of retype the questions here and there from time to time. But I I just need to need to figure out. Yeah, I think the the options there, but I just simply didn't get the time to explore. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So the last thing I was gonna ask you about, um, because you were you were the only person that really brought it up in the very last reflection for the class. Mm -hmm. You brought up um, students developing skills with AI. Yeah. Uh, is that something that you're passionate about? Or is that something you just see students engaging with and you think that it'd be better if we could direct them or guide them? Or how do you think that would be useful? Oh, you, you, you have to work with it. Yeah. Uh, you don't have, you, you cannot say, well, I, I don't think it's, it's good, whatever, because I did run into students writing very good papers. The problem we have now is that we cannot prove that the paper was written by AI, okay, because we, at this point, we don't have the tools to say this paper was written by AI. We simply don't have this technology at this point in time. So we cannot bring the paper back to the students say, hey, this paper was written by AI, it's not acceptable. You cannot do that because you cannot prove it. And so the trend actually is try to promote using AI as a, an assistant in, in learning. The thing is that we may try to come up with, with some ways to kind of inform, not tell, inform the students, why don't you use AI as, as a means to facilitate your research and writing process? Do not just tell or ask AI write a 2000 word paper on this subject and copy and paste. Don't do that, okay? But, but we cannot say, we know that you cannot write such a good paper. We cannot say that, right? <laughs> we yeah. can't prove that. <laughs> they, would, they would be insulted and we would be sued. <laughs> we cannot do that, okay? So, but obviously when you look at it, grammatically it's a hundred percent perfect and, and logical reasoning is pretty okay. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, under, it's up to undergraduate level and uh, juniors, senior, whatever. But I don't think I don't think you really did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so then why why just don't we say, well, why don't you do that and use AI to come up with some ideas 
on this paper first and keep improving upon your set of questions. Follow up on the answers by AI, trying to improve. Okay, well, we are looking at some of the root causes, for example, of global warming. And why, why don't you say, put in questions, say, what uh, if, if the AI said global warming, one of the causes is burning of fossil fuel, okay, then why, why, why don't you put in causes the increase in, in the burning of fossil fuel? And you keep asking that question, then uh, you will be digging deeper, deeper into the root causes, into the root causes instead of just some intervening causes and try to ask AI to write some particular thoughts in various fashions so that you can compare which sentence is better um, yeah. and, and to put on, on your paper, something like that. Of course, we, we know they probably don't do that, but at least give them some directions. Well, it is kind of the future anyway. It doesn't really yeah. matter if you, you like it or not, it is going to be there. So, so uh, instead of discouraging them to use it, why, why don't we just uh, kind of direct the attention of how to better use AI to improve their learning experience? Yeah. yeah. And make sure they're learning with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, people are doing that. Yeah, people are using AI to as, as an assistant, as, as a secretary. Uh, to help them to improve design or something like that. Yeah, but of course you have to be good at, at it anyway, yeah. All right, any uh, final thoughts, any future directions, uh, any encouragement for folks who would take discovery in the future? Well, yeah, it is a great uh, class and uh, very enjoyable. And I think this course needs to be kind of publicized to basically uh, the faculty because some uh, I, I know some faculty are simply not aware of the availability of, of these courses, even though uh, ideas and all this uh, information or, or whatever, training, a learning circle, but most faculty, because maybe they're too busy or whatever, and or, or they, they uh, think they, they know it already and so kind of bypassing. I'm not saying that they're ignoring it, but bypassing the opportunities. Mm -hmm. But at least you got chances to meet with people and that's nice. And uh, so uh, from other uh, colleges, other departments, hey, what the heck? Yeah, so, so it's a good uh, uh, experience to meet with um, your peers and your colleagues uh, in the university. So it is a good thing. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Okay. Have a great summer, Jason. To learn more, visit our website, academics.fresnostate.edu slash ideas, or contact us to share your story, ideas at mail.fresnostate.edu.